and we'll all get through this together. You know what? <laughs> I have to stop. I can't help myself. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it, as the kids say. <laughs> I can't not add a a qualifying self-deprecating tag on the end of every sentence that I say. That's just how I am. See, there it is again. No. <laughs> all right, let's do this thing so we can all go home. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Hope everybody spent money they didn't need to. Roughly 24 to 92 <laughs> hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists right. commissioned three specific humorists yeah. to give various potentially comedic know, right? takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time psyched. in front of a live <laughs> studio audience in a show called Stab. There it is. Oh, it's Stab. We're all here together. All, let's say, somewhere between 20 and 30 of us. Welcome to Stab. It's me again on the left side of the stage. You're right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we got Corey Berenger tonight. Hey, how's it going? Yay. In the middle, Jason B. The B stands for beautiful. And on the end, Melanie Ford. Yeah. Yeah. I am Jesse Jones. I'm guest hosting again tonight because John's up in the great Northwest holding it down at uh, the Ha Ha Harvest Festival. A friend of friend of the show put on by... Hold on. There it is. Put on by Chris Hotomy, <laughs> uh, uh, host of the uh, SpecScript podcast. Oh, I didn't know he uh, put that together. Yeah, he put together That's the cool. Ha Ha Harvest Festival up in Portland. Uh, John's up there for the weekend. Just laying it down. Yeah. Just getting all that Pacific Northwest pone... That's terrible, and I take that back immediately. But he's single now. Yeah. Not of his own accord. I don't know. It might have been amicable. I'm going to stop all of this. <laughs> I said before the show started I was looking forward to a similar experience as the last time you guest hosted, yeah. and now I'm eating those words. <laughs> I don't know what I wished for. I don't know what I'm going to give. Because I've been still for the last four hours just doing doing it up. I'm just excited to see how far you'll go. Like if you start reciting <laughs> John's social security number. <laughs> <laughs> just, just everything you shouldn't say. You well, say I mean every... Oh, every that's fine. That goes the there. Uh, every ten minutes his location pings my phone. <laughs> so just a little chip in the back of his neck. He never felt it. <laughs> it's fine. Corey Berenger, welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm a little sleepy, you know, the, the, the post Thanksgiving thing, and I'm I'm pre performer adrenaline. I haven't got that yet. Oh, probably no. won't tonight. Get, oh, <laughs> probably won't. I mean, I might, but I probably won't. All right. Well, hopefully it kicks in. Yeah. It does seem like we got to locate. I mean, we'll when, find out together. When we've got the late start, it's harder. It's like a, it's like a, sure. It's like daylight. Savings time. We're yeah. starting a half hour later. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take whatever excuse I can get. Yeah. Ask him how he's doing. <laughs> uh, somebody else is in the daddy chair. You you sit there, you sit there and be guided. But I will take your suggestion, Jason. How are you? I'm well. Also, yeah? also sleepy. I had a nice long nap in yeah. the lobby. So. Yeah. When was the last time we did this show at eight, Jason? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luna's. Probably. Maybe at Luna's, Luna's, yeah. Did we yeah. do a... You might have done a Luna's I don't think show. you ever did it here. No. At eight, at I'm eight. just giving... Yeah. 
I'm just giving the man who slept in our lobby for the last couple hours a hard time. Uh, sorry, the show's not important to me, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> we had two more wonderful hours of programming. You could, but that's all right. That's fair. Uh, otherwise, uh, aside from from being nappy in the in the lobby, everything good? Yeah, it's good. I'm playing a lot of video games. Oh, nice. That's good. What's what's the uh, poison? What's your Death Stranding? I have no it's idea what one. that is. Is it? One. Yeah, it's either terrible or it's great. It depends on who you are. <laughs> I mean, that's life, though, right? Yeah. It's either terrible or it's great. Depends on who you are. Wow, deep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I know. I'm irritable. Well, well <laughs> let me just adjust my beret and we can get over <laughs> to Melanie. Melanie, how are you? Pretty good. <laughs> I'm I'm t- I'm tired and hungry right now, but uh, yeah. you know. So I guess next next year we just don't schedule anything the day after Thanksgiving. Is that what you? Hey, there's an audience. I'm, oh, hey yeah, guys, I'm into it. I'm into it. Is what I'm saying. No, I like, mean Melanie at least has a, a legitimate excuse. She's been on in all three shows tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The stab hat trick <laughs> pulled it off. Yeah, it's rare. For good reason. It's yeah, a bad idea. It is. You shouldn't <laughs> be in that much show. Yeah, learning that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's uh that's banter. Let's do the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna drive it into the ground, guys. I'm augering it. <laughs> First segment of the evening. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Um, God, it's gonna be all right. Re- <laughs> First segment. Reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Uh, what would today be in Black Friday and all? That inherently good and right feeding frenzy of capitalism that has come to define the season. Today's acronym is VISA. V-I-S-A. Corey Berenger, what does VISA mean to you? Have you or someone you love recently experienced a non-consensual relation with a non-human assailant? (laughs) Have you not filed suit because you're too ashamed and or unlicensed to practice law? (laughs) Well, here at the firm of Schmeckel and Sons, me and my boys defend any and all victims of interspecies sexual assault. Fondled by a ferret? We're on your side. Goosed by a moose? Let's get you in court, sir. Crammed by a crested gecko? You betcha. Pegged by a pegasus? We also cover mythical creatures. Did a dolphin fuck your husband? (laughs) Yeah, they do that sometimes. But it's time to fight back. So call now at 1-800-DOWN-BOY-DOWN. Corey Berenger. Thank you. (laughs) That's a a nice nice Southie lawyer. I thought so. (laughs) (laughs) Did that horse not like them apples? <laughs> Jason B, Visa, V-I-S-A What's Visa mean to you? As you trudge through the aisles of retail madness Seeking the best deal on something That will be cheaper and more available in 30 days <laughs> Remind yourself that you're no one's fool As your desperate grasps at that hot new gaming console Transform into desperate grasp for breaths As you're smeared into the cracks Between Walmart's sticky tile floor <laughs> 
in those final moments before consumer capitalism is literally the death of you, you realize this whole thing was stupid and you should have never gone outside today. You shouldn't be near Walmart and you shouldn't, certainly shouldn't be slowly but surely fitting into the spaces between Walmart's tile. <laughs> you are an idiot who's done this to yourself. You have earned Visa. Violent, immediate self-awareness. <laughs> Jason B. I would have to say that's probably exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melanie, Visa, what's it? What's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> HR says that we aren't allowed to talk about Raddington. He's beyond competent. He's a top seller. His commission rates are by far the highest. And how dare we create a hostile work environment of species discrimination for him? That's the thing. Nobody cares that Raddington is a bipedal weasel. We don't even care that sometimes Raddington gets angry with us, his fellow co-workers, and sprays us with a thick, yellow, disgusting oil. <laughs> Sales is a stressful job, and we all let our temper get the best of us from time to time. No, this is about smell. <laughs> we care that Raddington has seemingly never ever cleaned whatever organ shoots that grotesque <laughs> aforementioned spray, nor the nearby fur. <laughs> at first, we said nothing, especially as Raddington began to kill at the game. But after four long, disgusting years, I finally snapped and yelled at him, why are vermin in international sales accurate? <laughs> My boys, Bruce, Cody, and Terry agreed, vermin in international sales are accurate. <laughs> And now we're being told what's work appropriate and what's work inappropriate by human resources who are insisting that we are, quote, species racist. <laughs> and, quote, culturally insensitive to assimilating wildlife. They humored our conversation about the smell briefly, but conceded when Raddington, Raddington disclosed his deadly tomato allergy, implying that he has his own spray forever stuck on him because he cannot skunk bath. <laughs> Except, as everyone in the office who has gotten on Raddington's bad side knows, weasel spray comes out with soap and water. <laughs> it's such bullshit. We're just catering to whatever Raddington wants because Raddington is profitable. And look, maybe I don't have adorableness on my side like Raddington the bipedal weasel in a three-piece suit. But maybe, maybe my sales could remotely match Raddington's if I wasn't smelling death 12 hours a day. <laughs> I'm not trying to be problematic. It is a desperate cry for help in an oppressive situation. Berman in international sales are acrid. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie B's visa. I Melanie didn't know B. they did that. Melanie B and Corey B. I just uh, I <laughs> <laughs> called you Melanie B. Uh, <laughs> it's Melanie Four. It doesn't. It does matter. <laughs> you matter. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> it's only four more segments, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, second segment. Uh, well done, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case that wasn't... Put that some sugar on the top there. Yeah. <laughs> Highly acceptable. Every um, <laughs> Second segment. Wait. No. Got to scroll down. This window isn't big enough. All right. It's, 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 a, it's a celebration of their culture. It's not... <laughs> Topical Haiku Challenge. Please compose three haiku in regards to the following topical story. A school bus driver in Aurora, Illinois, Michelle Pasley, 
has been arrested and charged with two Class A misdemeanor counts of endangering the life slash health of a child. After police say she was caught on video drinking beer while picking up elementary school students. Calm down. It's too much. That was too much, Japanese. That was too much. <laughs> Convenience store and bus uh, video show the driver purchase the beer, return to the bus, place a beer can into a brown paper bag, and drink from it while driving numerous elementary school children on our morning bus route. In total, 32 children were observed on the bus while Pasley drank from two cans of beer. Haiku about this, though, guys. <laughs> Three haiku, one at a time. Start with your first, Corey. First haiku. This is some bullshit. I'm just vibing with the kids. <laughs> so that's a crime now? <laughs> Apparently an Aurora. Buzz kills. <laughs> Jason, your first haiku. Just a fucking beer. <laughs> you all have no idea. Used to drive on smack. <laughs> Probably very accurate. <laughs> That's not besmirching Aurora, Illinois so much. So much as it is just bus drivers in general. Melanie, you're first. Continuing the theme of self-defense. <laughs> A cold, snowy day in Aurora, Illinois. <laughs> Everyone is drunk. <laughs> oh. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Aurora is taking a beating. <laughs> it's about goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been getting a free ride for too long, Aurora, Illinois. Yeah, I pronounced the yes. <laughs> Corey, your second haiku. I've got a method. I only drink at stoplights. I practice a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, haiku two. Hate these little shits. <laughs> it was the beer or a gun. <laughs> well, back to retail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many water bottles in the break room. <laughs> so many Aurora retail shopping center. Uh, Melanie. Two. Haiku. <laughs> Surviving drunk driving builds character. <laughs> My dad did it. I'm fine. <laughs> Is there like a representative from Aurora that's just going to <laughs> gonna get to us? Just all of your all of your comments, 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, <laughs> California, 95816818. Doesn't matter. Aurora doesn't know the difference between a six and an eight. <laughs> Aurorians. Whatever. Uh, Corey, your third haiku. I'm the best driver. It's not even a contest. I plead no contest. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Uh, Jason. Your last of three. Stupid question, boss. If I knew what time it was, I wouldn't be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> if I can tell you what time it is, I'm not drunk enough. I get it. Okay. 
That Melody. tracks? Yeah. That tracks for you? Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I hadn't gone out in a while. Last week, it was a whole thing. I can really sympathize with this driver, actually. <laughs> it's stricken from the record. Melanie, uh, let's get us out of this, this, this haiku hole we've made ourselves. Slide to the left. <laughs> Slide to the right. Chris. Chris. <laughs> that was the bus on the road. <laughs> Tropical haiku challenge. Nope. Do it. There it is. All right. Itadeca, Aurora, Illinois. And all school bus drivers everywhere. Third segment. That's, I'm sorry, it's a noble profession. You've got our children's lives in your hands. I don't have a child. I don't have no skin in this game. Doesn't matter. Fuck you, bus drivers. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll take a laugh in the other room <laughs> to get me off of this hook that I just so cavalierly put my... Segment three, explain it to me. I roll this one out every once in a while. Uh, please explain the following things to me as the following things. It's that simple. You'll get it, guys. Uh, Corey, mm -hmm. uh, can you please explain office politics to me? I am a basket of day-old bread. Okay. <laughs> Hi. My name's Gary. I'm here to show you around. So Linda in HR said you've only been here about a day, uh, so I'm, I'm sure a lot's been thrown your way and it's all a blur, no worries, uh, but we do things a little different around here. Uh, for one thing, you may have noticed we do employ lots of food. No need to make a big deal out of it, though. We're just doing our part, you know. Uh, oh, what's that? You're a basket of bread? <laughs> Frankly, I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> I don't really see food. <laughs> <laughs> but cool, you know, you'll get along great with some of the staff then. Not that I'm saying you have to get along with them just because you're food. I, I get along great with them too, obviously. Uh, we have tons of inside jokes. I'm basically bred myself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, here's the break room, sort of our chill zone, you know. Uh, but you can think of it like a big bread box if you like. Do you people still have those? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean you people. I mean, <laughs> I mean you bread. Well, I don't mean I don't mean that either. Right. Just uh, you don't you don't see bread boxes much anymore, do you? There's the refrigerator. Uh, if you're gonna keep any yeast in there, please label it. <laughs> you don't want someone else to take it. Not that I'm saying other bread steals. I'm just saying <laughs> we've had our complaints before. <laughs> If you need any copies made, just ask Timothy. He knows how to work that copier. Sausage is our events coordinator. <laughs> this head of cabbage, is uh, he handles payroll. <laughs> and that cubicle down to the end is Rebecca's. She's a gossipy bitch. <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Welcome to Enron. <laughs> Corey Barringer, explaining office politics. To a basket of day-old bread, as you do. Jason B., <clears throat> explain to me panic. I'm too chill, brah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when, like, you got to munch down, but your pizza is super late? <laughs> and, and you call the pizza place, and they're like, he's almost there, brah. But this is, like, the third time you called, and they said that? 
And, and then you see the headlights coming down the street because you're looking out the window now, but the car drives past your house, and that happens at least like four times, and you get all, all bummed out and decide to smoke a bowl. And, and then you, you hit the bowl and blow out this righteous huge smoke cloud just as the doorbell rings, and you're like all excited, and you answer the door for your pizza, but instead of the pizza guy, it's your dad, and he's a cop. <laughs> That's panic. Yeah, that was that was a very very effective explanation of panic to this chill bra. I think he gets it. <laughs> Melanie, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. I needed to hear that. Uh, but I thought if anybody could, uh, <laughs> explain to me why you can't. I'm not judging you. <laughs> changed how I eat. <laughs> I'm not getting enough fiber. I'm eating too much cheese. I've been lazy. I've been holding it in too much. I've overused laxatives in the past. My antacids have aluminum. I'm pregnant. I have hypothyroidism. No, no, I have colon cancer. For all these reasons, I cannot try as I might attend your wedding to my father. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being half my age and yet twice as understanding. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. <coughs> there it is. Mel- <laughs> Melanie Ford. Explaining why she just can't. And I was not judging. <laughs> Segment four. See? See, guys? <laughs> oh, I'm off the rails. Um, Location, location, location. Mm-hmm. Segment four. Congratulations on the new business venture, everybody. You now all own the following businesses in the following locations. Make us want to purchase your wares. Why not, then? Corey Behringer. Yes. You sell pants in a city populated entirely by cartoon animals. <laughs> Citizens of Cuddly Critter Village. <laughs> <laughs> I come to you now not merely as a purveyor of fine, casual wear at affordable prices, (laughs) but as the bearer of spiritual fruit, that of which, when tasted, will open your sympathetically (laughs) large and rounded eyes to the very truth of existence. And at the core of this fruit I have plucked is shame. Eat of it and look upon what the animator lords had bestowed you. Your nakedness now a wretched reminder of the sin you were born unto. No longer will sailor ducks parade their feathered privates about on the docks. Never again will teddy bear members visibly throb at the sight of honey. And if chipmunks choose to continue their rescue adventures, they must do so with the proper attire and not simply bomber jackets and Hawaiian shirts. I have gifted you a new and pious world. I accept cash and most major credit cards. <laughs> Corey Behringer, the seller of pants <laughs> to cartoon animals. Uh, Jason. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, <laughs> Jason, uh, you're a real estate agent inside the world depicted in a mural on the side of a righteous van. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're really going to enjoy living here at the van. (laughs) (laughs) 
on the south side of our community, you'll find some cozy little bungalows next to the evil wizard king, Galgaxicon, <laughs> the malevolent. <laughs> He's over there throwing thunderballs across the fender at Bragthorn the Mighty as he bravely leads his army of dwarven paladins to retake the fortress Grimshire. <laughs> If that's too much downtown hipster action for you, you can always settle on one of the many quiet, randomly sized glow-in-the-dark planets that orbit at no specific distance from the battle. Of course, you can always choose to move to the other side of our community where the beautiful painted desert cliffs of Mars boast a constant full moon for a couple sick-ass wolves to howl at. You're going to howl, too, when you see the scantily clad Native American marching future warrior babe next door basking on the rocks, watching over those wolves armed with her laser bow under a massive shooting star. Move over, Beverly Hills. This neighborhood is a rockin'. Jason B. Fucking righteous man. Oh, man. It did both panels. <laughs> with different themes. <laughs> Fuck. I'm still paying this off. I own the van. I'm still paying for the murals. <laughs> <laughs> you buy this, I'm going to have to pass payments to you. That's part of the... That uh, was on the Craigslist post, brah. <laughs> Melanie, you run an underground fight club in a craft store. I just, I'm just, I'm gonna get real with um, the studio audience of Stab and the one person who listens at home. Hi, mom. <laughs> wow, I didn't know we had one. <laughs> no, my mom's an avid listener. Oh. She even listens to episodes I'm not in. It's really nice. Wow. Um, I, even I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> she does not donate, though. Oh, well. Nope. Who does? <laughs> All right. I recently turned 30, and it triggered a bit of an existential crisis for me. Is there still time for my life to mean something? Or is it too late for me now? Maybe I should go to grad school? But as my crisis progressed, it occurred to me, no. I should have fellow millennial, we're technically aging, but we're practically stuck in gridlock from the circumstances of our teenage selves, peers, form an appropriately hipstery craft store fight club. And honestly, it has been so good for my self-esteem in this transitory period of my life. We gather in the store immediately after it's closing on Tuesdays. We push the seasonal aisle to the back of the store, and we spend the first hour crafting our weapons and group therapizing our last week while passing the coffer around. <laughs> Obviously, the first several rules of any fight club is that you can't discuss it, so that basically acts as a confidentiality clause like real group therapy. Except, at this group therapy, we then proceed to beat the living shit out of each other with macrame whips, foam-carved foam swords, and nicely decorated extra-large knitting needles. Until we're so sore that the terror of the world possibly ending before we accomplish any of our goals and dreams feels like a warm bath comparatively. We return to our part-time minimum wage jobs that we're overqualified for the next day, and everyone just assumes our spouses have beat-ups. It's Trump's America, so no one really cares anymore. <laughs> I don't know if it really qualifies as a small business because it's not really making much money and I am forbidden from putting it on my CVs, but it is really <laughs> filling the hole my 20s have left. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Ford. Craft Store Fight Club. And that takes us already quickly to the final segment. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to press that. Wait for it. We have to wait for it now. Oh, it's done. Um... <laughs> Segment five, dating profiles of the fictional and or non-fictional. So, the three of you, 
Mm-hmm. Please have uh, composed dating profiles from the perspective of the following. That's self-evident. Uh, Corey Berenger. <laughs> it's 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 just like these truths we hold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All prompts have been created equally. Uh, Corey, yes. it's Black Friday. Mm-hmm. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Please have composed the dating profile from the perspective of leftovers. Ziploc bag of cold ham <laughs> seeks wedlocked hands of warm man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around, but my party days are behind me now, and I'm ready to settle down. I have so much left to offer. I got gristle, <laughs> hunks of wiggly fat. And pieces of pineapple, because I'm so sweet. (laughs) Heat me up or gobble me cold. I go down easy both ways. (laughs) Anyway, hit me up soon, because I get real tangy in a couple days. (laughs) (laughs) Corey Berenger. Thank you. (laughs) Dating profile from leftovers. Specifically, Jiggly Ham. (laughs) (laughs) The jiggliest. (laughs) Oh, that slime. Ugh. It's like... Like ham tin slime. Did they even cook it? I, even I wouldn't know. I'm above that. <laughs> <laughs> You're above ham. <laughs> canned. Oh, canned ham. Oh, come on. <laughs> Haven't we all grown up poor? Uh, <laughs> Jason B. Oh, I teed you up a bunch this show. I hope you appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason B. Uh, please, dating profile from the perspective of anarchy. (laughs) Personally, I'm looking for someone to do whatever for a while. (laughs) Uh, A true soulmate, a kindred spirit who doesn't care what I say or do ever. (laughs) Someone who will keep my best interests at heart and to themselves. I don't need anyone holding me to any oppressive standards. I'm not interested in being your little puppet, so don't expect me to just tell you things like my name or where I'm from. (laughs) That's none of your business, and who do you work for anyway? (laughs) Could I be the one you've been looking for? Because you have to tell me if you're a cop. (laughs) Jason B. Dating profile of anarchy. You do gotta tell, uh, <laughs> Melanie. Let's let's take this one home with about as open-ended as it gets, or is it? <laughs> the dating profile from Deb. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. There she is. <laughs> My name's Deb. I have three cats and an embroidery addiction. <laughs> I work at the Dollar Tree because it was the only place that would hire me after my felony. (laughs) 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 Mr. Mitten says I probably shouldn't put that in my dating profile, (laughs) but I feel like honesty is an important foundation for a relationship. Speaking of honesty, I'm kind of reeling right now because I went to pick up some more thread for my current embroidery project, a life-size embroidering of Tintin the Tuna Boy. (laughs) 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 And I got there right as the store opened, and it was in shambles. There was blood and foam bits all over the turkey (laughs) thing wreaths. I hadn't seen anything like that since Folsom State Pen. (laughs) I hope our first dates are far less gory. I'm a Libra. Mr. Mittens is a Taurus. (laughs) 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 Tintin. 
Judah boy is a Leo. <laughs> and my youngest cat, Benatar, is a Scorpio. <laughs> I do anal. <laughs> That's stab, everybody. One more time, Corey Berenger. Thank you. Jason B. and Melanie Ford. Oh, if you enjoyed this jaunt into Stab, why not listen to the other 202-ish episodes we've got online? Uh, it's on, we're on iTunes and Spotify, Stitcher. That still exists. I don't know. I don't check it. SoundCloud. There's some iTunes stuff. I don't know. Look for us. Or you can come here every Friday night. Fr- Friday at 10. Stab Comedy Theater. 1710 Broadway. Uh, 95818. Eat a dick, Aurora, Illinois. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>